another humble point-and-click adventure. I really, really love point-and-click adventure games. I love any game that just really leans into its own style as well. And Lost in Play is no exception to that rule. I've been playing it on Nintendo Switch recently, and I want to talk about what this game really does right. And there are a few issues, but again, I will get back to them a little bit later on. First and foremost, I want to talk about the fact that this game knows what it's trying to do. It is, first and foremost, a 2D point-and-click adventure game, but it has family in mind. You'll be playing brother and sister Toto and Gal, who must work together to solve puzzles and make their way back home. It is inspired by imagination and the world of play, hence the name, uh, but it is all about nostalgia, trying to get people to, to sort of relive the older era of point-and-click adventure games. There are a lot of games that have tried to do this, but this one does it well, and that's one thing that I really love about it so far. Uh, I should say that in terms of style, it is beautifully designed. The sort of animation in the game and the, the actual design of everything is beautiful. Um, it is stunning, it is vibrant, and the puzzles themselves are just a little bit silly, but in the same sort of way that a point-and-click adventure game should be. There should be a little bit less logic to these kind of things, and these puzzles follow a sort of imagination-style logic, which is easy to understand, but gives you a little bit more pause for thought. The game itself is designed for families. It's designed for people to be able to play together, but even if you're not part of a big family, or even if you're in your 30s, um, then don't worry, this is still an incredibly fun game. It definitely still has its challenges, but more than anything, it just tells a nice, wonderful story with a beautiful setting and some interesting characters. There are some issues, though. Uh, there are always these kind of issues. Point-and-click adventure games can do one of two things. First of all, they can have you walk your character around and interact with things in the environment. This works for some games. Some style of games will find it better to have you physically move the character because then it sets limitations as to what you can interact with. But there are the other type of games, the true, in inverted commas, point-and-click adventure games, the ones where you are physically pointing and clicking, and they just seem to work a little bit better. Now, I completely understand why Lost in Play has chosen to go with the other method, with having you walk the character around, but, I don't know, for a game that's trying to inspire nostalgia, it just seems to be missing something that was definitely there. And it means that sometimes you will actually miss things in the environment, because you forget that you can walk right up to the walls and into corners and things like that. And there will sometimes just be bits that you completely miss. It's not to say that it's not nice and easy to find these things, it's just that because of the way that you interact with the game and the world around you, it can be harder for you to sort of get the gist on everything there. But again, it's a minor gripe, and I really, really love being able to be nitpicky about these things, because if I'm picking tiny faults with a game like this, that means that there isn't really much wrong with the game. If you like point-and-click adventure games, if you like things that are bright and colourful, and on top of that, if you like a game that would just be great to play with your family, to puzzle through together, then Lost in Play really is one great game.